Welcome to tomorrow's Leader Spotlight. I am John Laredo, your host and CEO of the Laredo Group. It is our mission to help leaders tap into the unique skills that help them transform their own life, the organizations they lead, and the people that they influence. Everyone is a leader, and leadership is learnable. If you'd like to learn ways to take your leadership to the next level, stick around at the end of the episode. I'll give you some easy steps to take. Or if you'd like to be a guest on tomorrow's Leader Spotlight, I'll share with you how you can apply. All right, let's get things going. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. I'm John Lamita, your host, with a great guest today. I've got Ken Carnese, who is the CEO and co-founder of DNS Filter. Ken, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me, John. Yeah, I appreciate you joining. Uh, I know we were chatting about life in D.C. You're based down in there, which is great place, one of my favorite spots in the country. You're looking out your window. Would you say right right now? You're looking at the Lincoln Memorial. <laughs> looking at the Jefferson Memorial right now. Jefferson, I love, Memorial. love my new place here. <laughs> I love it. I used to jog through D.C. and I just used to remark at the fact that I'm jogging near these around these national monuments that people take major trips to go to. And here I am just looking out my window or jogging down the street. So congrats to you for being in a great spot. Uh, and, and also congrats on what you've done business-wise. One of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show is the great success um, you've had with DNS Filter, which is a cybersecurity uh, company. And uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about that, but you've built this organization in a really short period of time to a very high level. Uh, I know you started the business in 2015 with, I think, a couple people. You're now um, 80 people, almost 100 people, uh, growing significantly during all times, types of uh, turbulent times and unprecedented times. Uh, so I'm anxious to chat with you a little bit about that. But why don't you just start off, tell, tell us a little bit about how did you come about find, you know, starting this company? What was kind of your inspiration? How did you stumble into it, so to speak? Yeah, totally. So I, it was actually out of necessity. So, um, you know, prior to DNS filter, I had actually started a, a wireless internet service provider, essentially. And we started getting into doing, um, designing, deploying, and maintaining large scale Wi Fi networks. So um, we got into some more state and federal contracts. They had a necessity to have uh, a level of internet filtering on those networks, essentially. And I was the I was just using another company that uh, to to you know as a customer to have that service. They got acquired by Cisco, and I sort of felt like everything would go downhill um, at that point, and there wasn't really anything else on the market. And I, I honestly just started by. Uh, creating DNS filter as my own um, my own code project for use at that ISP essentially, um, and then once I saw this opportunity, just decided to sort of you know go for it, go full time, turn That's it into an actual company. That's great. I love that because a lot of the best companies have started that way. It was really out of personal need. And then you realize there's a real business here. What was the moment that you really kind of figured that out where you went from, hey, okay, great. I'm doing this for myself to realizing, hey, you know what? I can actually build a business out of this. Yeah, well, it was sort of on a slightly different timeline than I, than I kind of let on in the last comment. Like, so I had, 
they, they actually tried to increase the price on me dramatically and um, wouldn't really work with me that that company I was a customer of. So I started this code project on my own um, to, to just make that product for myself, for my own use case and no plans to turn it into a business or anything. And then sort of maybe six months into me having that code project, um, this company, they were called OpenDNS, uh, they got acquired by Cisco for over $600 million. And at that point, I was like, wow, okay. Um, so I didn't, I didn't uh, expect that the acquisition price would be that high. There was a huge demand. Uh, I figured there would be a lot of people who were in a similar situation to me, actually, that were probably having uh, gotten burned by that company or going to get burned by it. And typically, at least in my opinion, my own personal opinion, uh, things kind of go to die at Cisco. You know, innovation dies there. So I thought it would be a good opportunity. Um, I knew some people in the ISP space, just like from communicating on forums and so forth uh, online. So I just sort of gave them access to the product and saw what they thought. And there was, you know, interest from almost every single person I was reaching out to. So just decided to open it up to beta and had people signing up for the beta. And that was, that was really the point where, you know, we had a, a couple hundred people sign up for interest in a beta that I decided to actually give up my, my other startup, I'll say working there every single day uh, to instead go after this opportunity full time. Wow, that's interesting. And so what was the first kind of couple of years like? I mean, you started in 2015. What was 16, 17 like starting this? Thing? Uh, it was kind of rough. I mean, um, you know, we started in the end of 2015, like, you know, October. So really not much happened in that year. Uh, 2016 was definitely about building and so forth. Uh, I, you know, I used my ISP to pre-purchase several years of service from DNS Filter. So I was sort of my own first customer in that sense. It wasn't much money, but that's what we used to do some of the initial development myself and, uh, you know, one of my co-founders. Um, and just focused on building throughout 2016. We actually... You know, we tried to raise some money. We were at the time we were actually in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, believe it or not. So there weren't a huge, there wasn't a huge amount of technology uh, investors down there. So it was kind of tough to get funding. Um, we didn't really start charging for the product itself, actually, until mid to late 2017. And we were lucky that right around that same time, uh, we got accepted into this tech accelerator called Techstars, and uh, we started Techstars in early 2018. And I'd say that that's when things really started taking off for us in, in several ways. Wow. And so you've done what many business owners want to do, which is, hey, take an idea from ground up and build a business. You built it quickly, and it sounds like it's growing fast. Um, it certainly has not plateaued by any means. What are, as you look back over this last six years or so, what do you think were some of the big contributors to that level of success and that type of growth that you got? Well, I think that it's, it's multiple things. I mean, one of the things is uh, what you touched on earlier immediately, which is the need part. So 
Um, you know, I've actually gotten to now become a mentor at Techstars, the, the incubator I went through. And I see that a lot of times for, for myself and for others, the first thing is a need. Like you've experienced the pain and you're trying to solve it yourself and you have a way to solve it. So I'd say that's sort of the number one most important aspect. Uh, number two, I think, is, of course, the passion to do it, because uh, I don't think especially when you get to the point of going through fundraising and so forth with, you know, VCs, investors and whatnot, uh, it is way harder than, than even you might read, honestly, in the books about. So you have to be really passionate about it for, you know, years. It's not just something that's going to happen overnight. And third, I think for me, it was very helpful that myself and my co-founders are, are technical. So um, I don't, so I'm not saying you need to be technical for every product or business you start today, but I was in a technical business. A lot of, a lot of businesses do have, and ideas I see have a major technical component. So having that innate ability on your own to actually do what it is you're working on is important as well. I would say that if you look at some of the applications or ideas that you see come through any of these incubators, so many people think that they just, they have this idea and somebody's going to just pay them for their idea. Like that's, that's not how it works. You know, you need to be able to execute yourself. The idea alone isn't going to be enough. Right. And that's, uh, you're, you're so uh, spot on with that. And, you know, one of the things that I hear you saying is, I mean, the number one is it's obviously a lot of hard work. It's the passion it's the ability to wear a lot of hats as well, which I know you've done and, and we've chatted about. Um, what was some of the maybe mistakes when you look back and say, boy, you know, if, if, if I were going to rewind this and do this again, is there anything that sticks out that you say, boy, that was, was a, a misstep that maybe other people can learn from? Um, you know, I think that potentially growing faster earlier. I mean, I'm in a really unique situation, I'll say, um, not, not in terms of the, uh, of success or anything, but more from like, you know, I'm operating a cybersecurity SaaS business, uh, in a very competitive space. So it's a little bit different than maybe some other businesses, but for ourselves, I do think that, uh, in, you know, through 2016 and 2017, when I said we were working on it a lot, uh, we probably could have focused a little bit more on raising money from investors at that point than building out the product. I mean, it worked out pretty well in the end so far, but, um, but yeah, just like time is really of the essence, you know? So I guess, I guess it's almost like dragging your feet on just about any component of the business could be a killer. You know, we, we were lucky that there's a big opportunity and we were acting early to begin with. But I can tell you that the competition has definitely stepped up in the last few years uh, where we could have had a little bit more of a head start than, than we do right now. Gotcha. So as you look forward, I mean, what's your vision with DNS Filter? Um, we're really just trying to grow it as big as we can be. I mean, the next year for us is focused about being best in the world at DNS security. Um, so, you know, protecting enterprises and their employees uh, when they're online. So clicking on a phishing link or, um, you know, visiting a malicious website or anything deceptive, 
you know, that's what we're focused on being the best at. So technically what that means for us is, is hiring a lot right now. So a big part of my job has actually shifted from the technical and the building aspect to focusing on leadership, recruiting, company culture, those types of things are taking up the, you know, uh, and recruiting includes interviewing, you know, leaders, like that's taking up a huge amount of my time right now. That's what I personally need to focus on. Yeah, I, that's a common struggle that many CEOs face, especially with a business that's growing, uh, because what you did at the beginning is very different than the things that you're doing now. And three, four, five years down the road, you're going to be very, doing very different things than you're even doing right now. So your role has to change significantly. If it doesn't, then you can't lead effectively. So finding people is critical and finding the right people uh, is critical. Has that been uh, a challenge? I mean, now you've got, it's, it's a little difficult, a little more, uh, a little different now with what's happened in this whole uh, you know, virtual world that we're in. Has that helped? Has that hurt your ability to find great talent? And if so, how? Um, I would say almost neither. You know, we started off remote because we were in Myrtle Beach in South Carolina. We kind of had to. And I would say the pandemic probably solidified us to be on that path to remain remote. Um, I think being remote has been amazing for us. It allows us to bring in the greatest talent from wherever uh, they may be. And the pandemic both hurt and helped. So it helped in the way that people have realized that there's really no stigma around working from home. It's pretty awesome. You can be very productive. Um, how it's hurt, though, is because so many people have, you know, realized this. There's, there, there really is this thing I think they call it the great resignation right now like the market is so hot for people searching for jobs. It's just, it's made it more competitive to find people in what was actually a pretty uncompetitive space prior to COVID. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Wow. Well, congrats on all the success you've had, Ken. I, I, uh, I know our time has flown by here, but uh, I know people will want to learn a little bit more about you and a little bit more about DNS filter. If they want to, where do they go? How do they do that? Uh, well, you know, if they want to learn more about DNS filter, hit us up at dnsfilter.com. And if they want to uh, hear more from me or ask any questions, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, look me up, you know, I'm happy to, happy to always help however I can. Great. And we'll have all that info and all the links in the show notes for those of you who want to uh, take a look. Uh, but Ken, it's been great having you on. I appreciate your insight. Uh, congrats on what you've done. And Congrats on uh, what you're going to do. I'm sure you will have a great trajectory moving forward as you have up to this point. So congrats. Thanks, yeah. Sean. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You got it. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in today on this week's uh, episode of Tomorrow's Leader. As always, dive in uh, to future uh, to more episodes that we have, but uh, also interested in your ideas for future episodes, topics, as well as guests. Uh, as always, like, subscribe, share. And go down below, give a five-star review. Appreciate your support. And Ken, once again, thanks for joining. Thanks, John. All right, good stuff. Great job. Really, really good. Yeah, for your Thank first you. one, that was uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, I know we're 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 uh, at a wrap here, but um, I'll let you know when this, or my team will let you know when this is going to be going out and published. Like I said, it'll be a few weeks. 
But um, I'm going to send this over to our editing team. They'll get this kind of all packaged together. Um, why don't you and I set something up if we can for next week or the week after um, just to touch base. And like I said, talk about some other ways either we can work sure. together or potentially just network a little bit. I'd love to do that if you're open to it. Yeah, I am. Um, you know, do you want to do that right now? Or you yeah, if, if you've got your schedule, what is your calendar look like toward the end of next week? Um, the week after that would be better because we're, we're actually on a company offsite all next week. So got it's it. going to be tough. But okay. if you're free the week of the 13th, I mean, I've got lots of time on Monday the 13th if you're around. Yeah, that would be perfect. Can we do, um, how about if we did 11 a.m.? on monday does that work eastern yeah that's the one time that doesn't <laughs> okay no problem <laughs> is, is there you any, other, do... any other time how about 10 a.m that's perfect okay i will send you an invite and ken what is your email address again it's ken at dnsfilter.com dnsfilter.com okay i could have guessed that um terrific and we'll say the 13th at 10 a.m and I'll send uh, an invite to you so you have that. And um, yeah, I appreciate it. I, I'm glad uh, we were able to do this today. And I think you'll be happy with how it came out. Thanks. Yeah, likewise. And by the way, you know, if the echo is a problem in the end or anything, happy to redo it. Just let me know. Okay, I'll let you know. I'll figure we, a better spot or something. Yeah, no problem. When we talk on the 13th, I'll let you know. Usually the team is pretty good about kind of minimizing that. They can take out some of that in post-production. So Shouldn't be an issue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Thank Great you. job. Have a good one. And I'll talk to you on the 13th. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye -bye. Thanks again. Bye-bye. John Laredo here. Thank you so much for listening to Tomorrow's Leaders Spotlight. If you are a successful leader or business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit our website, johnlarito.com. Go right to the podcast page and right up top, you'll see a button that says apply here. If you got something out of this interview and you'd like to share this episode on social media, I'd love that. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, post it on whatever social media outlet you'd like to. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media and let them know about the show and also include the hashtag Tomorrow's Leader. I love seeing your posts. I love getting your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up. Ratings, reviews also go a long way to help promote the show and really do mean a lot to me and our team. Want to know more? Go to our website, johnlarito.com. Follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I'm all over the place. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks.